video test, 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 just to make sure that it's good. We are recording, okay. Um, hi everyone, I'm Josh. I'm mad, sad, and ready for dad. <laughs> Stupid. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I will not let you put your hands on me in my skin-tight jeans. Do you have any idea how much these cost? And welcome to the third episode of Chips in the Night, if we don't reorder everything. The punny gay slumber party you never had but wish you did. Hey, Josh. What's up? I have a question. Mm-hmm. What are we drinking? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, today's topic is teen crushes, so not that I, like, drank when I was a teenager. Oh, wait, teen crushes? Oh, what, what is it? I thought it was crushed teens. <laughs> Uh, I, no, I that, that's next wrong. week. Okay. That's next week, yeah. I prepared the wrong topic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit this out. Yeah, we'll, no. <laughs> um, I chose a couple of fruity beverages. So one is a Californian cider blended with pink guava, which is like fun and guava-esque, I guess. With you know, And it's fruity. <laughs> um, and the other one is a Long Island iced tea in a can. Tastes like high school. Tastes... I've never had one until this year. Really? Yeah. It's... It's literally all of the alcohols mixed together and then iced tea. It is... In a can. An awful... Like, who invented this? Was it invented in Long Island? I don't know. Um, The Cosmo, I think, was purported to have been invented in San Francisco, maybe at Twin Peaks. Really? I don't know if that's true. Do not quote me on this. I've lied about much worse things than this, so I'll just believe you. Mm. Yeah. I, so my actually, my very first time ever being like more than one drinking, like good and drunk, was on cider, because I was with <clears throat> heterosexuals. Oh, uh, it, it's a long, long time ago, and for some reason we were just like hanging in this guy's basement, not in a sexual way, and just drinking beers. And I like I literally couldn't stomach a beer. I oh. I was young. I was only like thirty seven at this point. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so you haven't had a drink before yet. Yeah, exactly. waiting I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for marriage. <laughs> but yeah, they had cider there. They had woodchuck hard cider, and mm. it was fine. So yeah, you like you couldn't beer. even stomach one beer, like not even. No, like I would take a sip and I'd just be like, ugh. It's yeah. funny because like the first time I had beer, like first time I tasted it when I was like young, young, I was like, why would adults ever drink mm. this? And now it's like the most refreshing thing to me, which is, it's so weird. I don't know how that works. I'm not a doctor. If you're listening and you're a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then turn off your thing. No, I'm just kidding. First Um, of all, go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stop (laughs) listening to this. 10 a.m. during your shift. You have hearts to do surgery on. Exactly. Um, So our topic this week is celebrity crushes. Yeah. I feel like there was a button you needed to press there for like a it's sound like a, effect, like a boing, 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 boing. We can't afford sound effects yeah. yet. <laughs> Subscribe to our OnlyFans so that we can buy sound effects. OnlyFans. Also, someone make us an OnlyFans. Yes, please. Mm. Um, speaking of OnlyFans, um, celebrity crushes. So mm. I can't for the life of me really remember any, to be honest. I mean, there were like a couple of people that I will mention, but like, I feel like... You know, as we kind of mentioned before in conversation, there's like, you know, the 90s heartthrobs you see yeah. on TV. Um, do you remember any of yours? I do. I was actually, so I was doing some like going back. I literally Googled like 90s to see like who who was even in like the oeuvre, who was in the, the world. The zeitgeist. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Very the zeitgeist. And yeah, I like I was remembering people that I had had crushes on that I had forgotten. The one that I remember the most distinctly was Jonathan Taylor time. Jonathan. God damn it. 
Hey, let's edit this part. You were, you know, you were just like, the, your your mind, you were like, you started having hot sweats. You, <laughs> you were just like, I can't say its name. My tongue is These are meat sweats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, a.k.a. JTT, from Home Improvement and, other, I think he was Simba? Home he Simba? Improvement. That, that show had a couple daddies, didn't it? Yeah, I feel like all of the old men were, like, full daddy. Yeah. Like, the, there was the, the main guy. Timothy? Tim- I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. No, their, their names Tim were Allen. Home and Improvement. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. It's like a cop show. Home and Improvement. Yeah. <laughs> Taking down the bad guys. And then there was the guy who's like, you can only see his the, his forehead or something, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't exist below the nose. Right. He was just yeah. a floating head. Wilson? His thing should have been like, wants on head. That's yeah. stupid. Um. So anyway, Home Improvement. Home JTT. JTT. Uh, what else was he in? Um, I'm pretty sure he was in The Lion King as, not as the king though as the oh prince. as the little lion punk ass little yeah. lion man little lion man yeah um, little lion man why are you crying <laughs> that, <laughs> that, were, that were three references in one yeah and um, none of them were good no 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 I don't know what else he was in I did google him just to make sure he's still hot and good news he is in the one picture I found I have a slightly embarrassing story that lasts for one sentence, so it's actually not that long of a story. My dad had caught me with a picture of Robert Pattinson. Um, what picture, though? After, it, uh, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> and that's all I'm saying about that moment. Wait. What? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I just want to wait. Uh-huh. Ooh, I'm getting flushed. Was this before, Ooh. like... Mm. Like, had they been known? Like, were you, were you a known homosexual? Oh, I mean, when I came out to my mom, which is another story for, another, like, another time, she was like, oh, yeah, I knew you were, like, at homosexual tendencies. She didn't say that, but um, since, like, you were little. So I'm like, my parents knew, yeah. but they were just, like, playing tug-of-war with fate. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. Ooh. Is too late to change the name of the podcast? <laughs> tug-of-war with fate, <laughs> yeah. That'll be the title of my memoir or my erotic novel. Ooh. Whichever one comes out first. You know, it's amazing why our episodes always go so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid pun after stupid pun. We're not good at keeping I scripts. love it. It's great. But that's why our fans love us. Okay, so Robert Pattinson is actually... Um, I mean, as you know, my type has changed mm. dramatically. But, like, on the type of, like, celebrity crushes, like, are there any... Is there anybody who has, like, stayed in that moment for you of celebrity that status of celebrity crush since you were little like has there any like because Robert Pattinson like I, I liked him when I was young and I still think that he has he that allure to him yeah. yeah I don't love Robert Pattinson only because I'm team Jacob <laughs> shut up you would <laughs> so he's a no for me but I, I, I will support it I think for me there are a couple who have like stayed the course the most important one is Mario Lopez mm. okay interesting yeah and he's still he holds up I see. I was never really into the. I mean, as you know, like something like that super clean cut kind of person. Yeah. So like, whenever I see him on my TV, I'm like, "Thank you, next." He looks like I he showers. Know. Yeah, exactly. He looks like he showers. Like, give me someone. <laughs> give me someone who has like a stain on their shirt. Yeah, like seven day old bo, <laughs> yeah. like full, like still wearing the same shorts from one day. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's. Um, you know, we all have. We all make mistakes. <laughs> I think the other one who I think has probably held up pretty well is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He, interesting yeah he was definitely like a childhood crush who's like he can still get it i cannot get over the third rock from the sun haircut 
<laughs> that Bob, I mean... We all make mistakes. I love it, but hello. Um, well, I feel like there was a moment where he, like, changed completely. That's interesting. That's one that's your view. I feel like there are a lot of people who have, like, had crushes on, like, Justin Bieber, and they, like, they grow out of it. Um, God, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who, I mean, like, I had a couple of crushes on, like, the Backstreet Boys, because, um, some more than others, I don't remember any of their names, but. But just, like, them tag-teaming you in an alley? Yes, exactly, after the concert, um, waiting for my parents to pick me up, you know, just. (laughs) So, yeah, I think. disgusting. Those are my two that I think have held up the best. What, do you have any that, like, did not age well? Who, like, in retrospect, you're like, ooh, girl. Either what was she thinking or, like, what were they thinking? Okay, celebrity crushes that did not age well. I used to like, like, Joey from Friends or, like, Chandler. Isn't that disgusting? It's not disgusting, like, but it's disgusting. It's disgusting, but I don't blame you. Like, I blame the world. The media. Yeah, yeah, because, like, even looking through, like, my list of teenage crushes, it's literally just like the people who are popular right it's the people who are like presented as like you know nice to look at right and so like when you have a very limited menu options like i don't blame someone for picking up the menu i just thought of one that like has actually carried on up until mm-hmm. today um ricky martin oh yeah yeah i support that. he's like aged really well <clears throat> he's gotten better because he's gay now yes yeah so he upgraded I think for me, one, one that another one that has not aged well is Johnny Depp. Like he was definitely like a big oh bitch, yeah. But like in the in the early years, like you know Edward Scissorhands, I love someone who will cut me. You know, <laughs> Johnny Depp also just like seems like if you like were to come across him down the street and you said hi, he would like swear at you and then like cross to the other side of the street. Yeah, you know, like. He feels like Burning Man in the worst way. Yeah. Like, annoying, full of himself, but also, like, he professes these ideals that he doesn't actually practice. Yeah. And he doesn't recycle. But he says he does. Exactly. Or, like, when he does, he, like, posts a picture of him doing it on Instagram, and it says hashtag recycling. And super into mushrooms, but not even, like, the psychedelic ones, just literal, like, garden. Yeah, just, like, um, foraging, you know? Yeah. I 100% believe. It's like, where are you going to forage? You live, like, in the city. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know anything about foraging. So this is now officially a Johnny Depp hate podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Enemy of the pod? Is that what you call it? Yeah, enemy of the pod. I will say, though, in Benny and June, which was, like, one of my favorite movies growing up. I don't know that. It's fine. No one does. Um, It's, like, super obscure and underground. Ooh. Not because it's, like, so good, because it's so bad. Is that a Johnny Depp movie? Yeah, he plays... um, So not Pirates of the Caribbean. No, not Pirates of the Caribbean. I didn't love him in those, probably because really? he doesn't look like he showers in those. See, that's why I like yeah. him. <laughs> I, like someone, I like someone clean. Mm. It's funny because on a side note, I'm like, oh, I, hate, I like people who are like not clean cut. And then like the moment happens where I have a hookup and I enter the house that clearly has not been like done anything to in like mm-hmm. three months. And I'm like, why am I here? I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> I mean, that adds to the fun though, right? That's true. Yeah. But then, like, I leave going, like, I need to burn all my clothes yeah. and put on some, like, scaby lotion, which I have had to do. Scaby lotion? Scaby lotion. New drag name. New drag name. Scaby lotion. Scaby lotion. Scaby lotion. Hey, scaby. Hey, scaby. Hey. I'm so sorry. You, you were in the middle of a story. There's a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't remember my story. Sorry. Um, you were watching a movie. <laughs> 
Oh, Benny and June. It's fine. That's the whole point. Actually, there's this song, um, and I would walk 500,000 miles, right? Mm. It was like 5,000 miles. Um, by the Proclaimers or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so that's, for whatever reason, they, they have a music video to that song at the end of the movie. Um, and I remember I got a, I got a VHS copy from the library, and you could rent it there for like a week or something. And so somehow I must have had two VHS. So for those of you listening under the age of like 35, a VHS is like a TikTok, but longer <laughs> and plastic. Um, and I somehow had two VHS players or VCRs. And then I, I guess I like illegally made a copy of the, the one I had stolen from the li- or rented from the library because I loved it so much and wanted to keep watching it. And when I did that, I actually recorded the... Uh, music video at the end like multiple times so i wouldn't have to go back and rewind it i could just like <laughs> oh my god this is like analog repeat wait why was there somebody in it oh that, that's just because it's like related to johnny depp i mean i just love the movie love johnny depp that oh, was, there you go there wasn't much else to do in the midwest that's actually really funny because like i know a lot of asian families that like they will have like this big um bank of just like they'll have this like dvd collection but all of them are like copies of stuff yeah. that they like borrowed from other people or like from blockbuster or something it, it's a good idea yeah scamming the system so speaking of blockbuster who else busted your blocks oh Ooh. that was good this so stupid <laughs> busted your blocks well because kids you play with blocks there we go oh. Oh, full circle mm, full circle <clears throat> this week's episode brought to you by blockbuster yeah are they still around <laughs> Somebody like tweeted, or I think the Blockbuster Twitter account said like, "Okay, Wall Street, do your thing," <laughs> or Reddit, Reddit, not yeah. Wall Street. I want that job of just like being a shit poster for like. You'd be you'd be really good at like managing a brand social media account. Thanks. I feel like that's my um. That would be my dream job. You'd be so good at. But I would need like carte blanche. Yeah. Blanche. 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 So other people who busted my, my blocks. your box, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about JTT Aladdin. I think he was my other like number one. Mm. To, to be clear, the animated version, not the live action, right? Because yeah. you wanted him to show you his world. Uh, yeah, exactly. shining, shimmering, splendid. Splenda, one? Splenda. <laughs> show me your sugar-free world. <laughs> Carbs not on this magic carpet. That's yeah. so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can just leave. <laughs> You two have fun. You and the microphone. Um, yeah, he was definitely a big one for me. Hmm. I think I liked the, you know, he's scampy and a little, like, mischievous. Um, and he had a monkey. What 12-year-old doesn't want a monkey? You know, Ross had a monkey in Friends. Wait, did you have a, rush, a crush on Ross, too? No, he was the worst one. He's still yeah, the no worst one. one. No one likes know. him. Yeah. This one's, like, a little bit... Did you watch Boy Meets World growing up? Did that make it to Canada? Yes. So, I think he was the older brother... Eric Matthews? I remember two guys only. I remember the main character, which is Corey. Yeah. And then the guy with, like, the 90s, like, bang. I don't know who that was. There was, like, the... There was Corey, and then there was, like, the best friend. I think I'm talking about the best friend. Who had, like, black hair, and he was, like, a little bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think... I think it was Corey's older brother, was Eric Matthew. I think the... Oh, I think I remember. Or Matthews. I think the only reason I liked him, because apparently I had a thing for, like, 90s long hair, and he had that very specific, like, 90s long hair. Right. Like kind of like jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, in, except better. There we go. Apparently that's, that's my thing, is specifically that, that long hair. hair. Like, yeah. not just any long hair, right. but, like, 90s <laughs> yeah. long hair. That, like, blonde-ass, like, yeah. triangle-looking moment. Interesting. I mean, speaking of like animated characters, I guess I will. Um, I did like 
the himbo characters mm. now that we have a term for that like i guess um papa smurf <laughs> no um that guy from emperor's new groove yeah um Grok or Gruck or Greg Gregory Gregory Gregoire Gregoire um did you like him because he was also he was a he wasn't just a cartoon he was a real person wasn't he like that one dad I don't know what he's in but he like if you saw him you know him and I know he was in Seinfeld he wasn't Seinfeld right Kramer he played Elaine's boyfriend for a while I remember he worked at a car dealership I think I know who you think that I'm talking about. (laughs) And I think it's the same person. (laughs) But it's like, I love that, like, um, when I was a little kid, I loved, like, the image of, like, that specific daddy who, like, wears a suit and is, like, has, like, the stubble and is, Mm. like, I don't know. After work daddy. Yeah. 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 Is that, is that weird? That's gross. No. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, It tracks. I, yeah. I mean, it's not my thing, but I support it. Well, what did we say before? I mean, it's not true, but it's like, either, what you, yeah, you either like love the love daddy, daddy or, or like live long enough to become the yeah. daddy. <laughs> or die. Yeah, or die. You know, there's options. There's options. Was there any like type that you were attracted to, like just like people around you, like other boys around you when you were little? Were you attracted to no. any particular type or any sort of... Just straight up uggos in my hometown. So, no. <laughs> no, I think... Lego like... my uggo. This guy is so stupid. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Should be uh, the Snatch Game King. This week's brought to you by Travel Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's their official slogan. Um, uh, no, like growing up, like all of my friends obviously were straight and like basically straight guys. But did you not even crush on them? No. And like, for I don't know if it was just like a lack of imagination or it might have just been like internalized homophobia or like repression, but it didn't even occur to me to like consider mm. them as like, oh, like they're cute see for me i i mean this was like before like it was a my sexual awakening was was very like a gradual change and so there was a phase before the bisexual phase i hate calling it bisexual phase because that kind of i feel like i'm erasing everybody else who is you know actually is actual bisexual so i don't want to say bisexual phase but like when i was in that moment where i um i identified as bisexual there was a time before that where i was like you know, battling with religion in my head, being like, do I like guys or do I just like want to be like them or mm. do I just admire them, right? And yeah. so it's interesting because a, a lot of a lot of the um, a lot of the guys that I was attracted to when I was um, a young teenager were like guys who um, who were a lot more confident than me, and I was like, I really resonated, and that to me made them. Um, made them a lot more attractive to me even though like i looking I'm, i look back at them now i'm like ew yeah so you think it was like the confidence yeah right? it's, and, and that still holds up now like if i see somebody who's like super hot but then they um they just don't see it for themselves or they mm-hmm. don't believe in themselves then it instantly kills my boner um but if somebody who is like considered you know not mainstream attractive but they like act like they own the room then I love that so much. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I like, definitely like like confidence, but I don't know if it's like a big sort of turn on mm. um, or turn off if they don't have that for me, but... And like a healthy confidence. I mean, like, not like somebody who like, 
Yeah. You know, not like somebody who will like... Like arrogant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like a different Like a candy... Um... I was going to go there, but you went there instead. I was gonna... I didn't want to like go let's, let's edit that out because I do not want her coming for us. Can you imagine? Oh, God. She somehow <laughs> finds our podcast. That would make it like... That would elevate our popularity, though. Okay, so let's like pick fights with more people. Then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is our this is our brand strategy. Tamisha Mon's coming for you. No, I like her. Um, she can be on our side. <clears throat> I have a, so you said you went through like there was a period of time where you identified as bisexual, and like yes. same. Mine was like I don't know, forty five minutes. Um, no, it was, it was a little bit longer than that. Like maybe a couple of months. Um, but no, it wasn't like a formal declaration. It was more of just like a internal sort of thing. Okay. Um, but did you have, like, girl crushes then as well? Yes. So, um, my parents will swear up and down that my first crush ever was, like, Posh Spice, right? And I, I mean, kind of, like, that defined, gay. like, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, hello. Like, <laughs> if you liked Posh Spice when you were little, you're gay now. Yeah, like, exactly. Sorry. That's but... the law. Geneva Convention. You can't argue with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, I, I mean, besides her, um, I did have a girlfriend at one point, which, like, I feel like I mention that every time you record, but, like, whatever. Um, that's the one thing that makes me interesting. Um... No, that's not one thing. <laughs> yeah, it's half of a thing. Yeah. Just um, and then the, um, I feel like I really liked um, like the bombshell type or like Jessica confident Rabbit. nerdy. What was that? Jessica Rabbit. She's kind of gay culture, right? Yeah. I feel like any like any woman who embraces their sexuality becomes gay culture. Yes. Ironically somehow. That's true. Like the cock destroyers. Sorry, I cut you off. You were talking That's about, like, the like you were into the bombshells? Yeah, like, um, I don't remember exactly who... I made, like, a list one time because I was that insecure. I was like, who are my ten, like, celebrity crushes who are women? And I, like... You like, proof. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to bring this up every time somebody asks. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's nobody specific that comes to mind. Like, besides Posh Spice from when I was, like, seven. I think for oh. me, like, my I think my celebrity girl crush was Natalie Portman. I feel like because... Was this before or after you watched Black Swan? Both. <laughs> During, and that's it. It's yeah. Fun. No, I think it was... I don't know what originally got me into her, but she was in, like, some movies that I would watch, and, yeah, there was just something about her that I really liked. Like, if she were to come over to me, like, I don't think Natalie Portman is looking for a gay husband, but if she were to come over and be like, hey, do you want to, like, do stuff? I would think about it. I'm imagining her, like, hey, like, <laughs> in, like impeccable acting. Just, like... <laughs> Just showed up at my door. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's my girl crush. Yeah, okay. Has there anything about your type that you think has stayed consistent? Like, I guess you should have asked this earlier. I mean, I mean, besides, like, the confidence thing um, and, like, the greasy men thing, um, not really. I mean, here's a question that we may or may not cut out. Like, has your type your type as a celebrity crush like does that translate to like the type kind of porn that you watched oh that's a good question um i don't know i'm trying to remember like i honestly like i was so like naive and like unworldly when i like started to learn about internet porn i would literally google like penis right (laughs) (laughs) or like men yeah 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 yeah, it it wasn't even like i didn't even realize you could get more specific right yeah there was like a whole set of vocabulary or whatever yeah it would be like sex.com or like something literally yeah before i even knew about search engines i would type in things like i would just try random addresses like penisnaked.com right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like bigdick.org or yeah. whatever <laughs> .edu <laughs> .co.uk yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I 
so I don't I'm trying to think like when I actually started to get a little bit more sophisticated in my pornography habituations um, I feel like it was very much still like literally whatever was on the landing page and so in that way it probably did line a lot line up a lot with like my celebrity crushes mm. because it was like the first thing presented like if something is presented as like oh this is an attractive man I would just sort of latch on and be like oh okay that, that'll do yeah fair I think I'm the same way like I mean, I feel like my porn history from over the years has stayed relatively, I wouldn't say consistent, but varied. Yeah. Like, there's no one, I don't know. That's what's great about being gay, like, about open relationships is that, like... Different flavor of the Different week? Different flavor, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You go on Pornhub and you just click the random button. Yeah, exactly. Right, this is what it you is. You challenge yourself, it's like, the first one I have to, it's, I'm only allowed one video. Click. Ooh, that would be a fun game, actually. That like, would be so disappointing if you got something so boring. It's just like somebody reading. Yeah. I'm going to start uploading videos to Pornhub of just me reading. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't even see me. You just see, like, the edge of the pages, like, slowly turning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, and it's, like, 17 seconds with, like, two pixels. It's, like, yeah. so low res. There's probably an audience for that. I, I mean, there probably is. I read this thing that there was, like, a fetish for, like, um, somebody... Like, you could pay somebody to just, like... Um, like, a woman wearing high heels to just, like, step out of a limousine. And, like, that was, like, their fetish. Interesting. Yeah. What about, like, a mid-30-something gay man stepping out of a limousine? Ooh, there you Will go. Will they pay someone for that? Perhaps moi? <laughs> there you go. And get, like, thousands of dollars out of it. Like, hey, yeah. hello. That's what, I would love to find, like, something that I already do that is someone's fetish. Yes! Like, I need somebody whose fetish it is to, like, walk watch somebody bake and get frustrated I, <laughs> like that that would be ugh, that would be so good that's so funny that like <clears throat> I imagine like oh yeah I'm baking like half naked blah, 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 which is like you know something that I often do mm-hmm. except like flour gets everywhere yeah but um, yeah no exactly like come on or like sitting at my desk on zoom meetings can't, why can't that be somebody's exactly finish? can we start something please and yeah. have like rich people pay us I would love that things, it's just me would... live streaming like being in a meeting and it's like unmuting oh yeah and then, like, muting myself Exactly, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I sign on to that and then, like, mute myself again. And then it's, like, 45 <laughs> minutes of me just sitting there and just, like, staring into the blue. Yeah. And then you hear just, like, the, the money flowing in from Venmo. Just, I like, the ding, ding, ding. Maybe I'll start, like, a chatterbait. Is that still a thing? I don't know. I've never done it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I've never participated, like, actively. Like, I've watched. I've par- partaken. Uh, but I haven't pargiveth. Pargiveth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, maybe that would be a good way. I could just like live stream and then just like, hi. <laughs> Was that your like your <laughs> YouTube voice? That's me being hi. sexy. Yeah. Hi. It's so funny. Do you want to make me rich now, daddy? <laughs> like, know. That would be like a great like if not like an actual thing like that would be funny as like an ad mm-hmm. like the one that you get right before porn. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Just to kill the mood. <laughs> that would be a good thing if there was some like super like religious organization who was like anti pornography. They should just take out ads on porn sites that would just like turn people off. That's that a good idea. is a fascinating concept. I'm gonna call up the church and be like, "Hey, Pope. Hey, Pope. Got a million dollar idea. You want to see my John three sixty nine? My is John three sixteen centimeters. Ooh, it's sixteen centimeters long. Um. Oh. I mean, it sounds doable, especially for me who can't really handle a big thing all the time. 
Okay, we'll, we'll do some research and we'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is a very natural progression voice. Oh. Just kidding. No, um, but I want you to... I know we were talking a little bit before about, like, the term... Not the term, but, like, the concept of teenager, as you were telling me, was, like, one that was invented rather than yeah. something that was natural. Yeah, I was curious about sort of, like, where this idea comes from of this sort of, like, in-between age, between, like, childhood and adulthood. Um, because it doesn't exist in, like, most of human history. It's a very modern invention. And so a lot of people place it, like, in the early 20th century, so that's, like, early 1900s, and really basically at the end of World War II, um, becoming, like, a sort of popularized thing, at least in, like, the Western world. It's, like, the U.S. and Europe, um, essentially. And it started basically like in the late 1800s, where at least for working class folks, you didn't really have any sort of in between years. You were a child, and then you worked and right. like got married, and like there was no. I think now a lot of the things we think about with teenagers are carefree. You may be finding yourself. You may be like working low wage jobs. You're like taking in, like you're exploring, um, and that exploration phase is very very new. And it came around. Sorry, go ahead. No, um, I was gonna say like. Is the concept of a teenager from your research, like, is it a global thing or is it more so like you only find it in developed countries? That's a good question. Um, of the research I was reading, like, they focused a lot on um, the Western world. It's like developed countries like the US, Europe, Australia, etc. Um, I'm sure, like, the, there are places where it exists outside of that. Um, but, like, the, the particular idea... A lot of the cultural connotations of teenager do exist or like do come from those places um and in a lot of places it's still very common for you to have like go from childhood to adulthood with nothing in between right. um so yeah it's weird like we think of it as a very natural like progression of time you're a child and you're a teenager or like an adolescent mm -hmm. and then you know around 20 or so you become an adult although i think actually the period has extended a lot yeah. over the last like century from a couple of years sort of like high school range years to now being you know people in their 30s or like late 30s can st are still basically sort of adolescents like culturally adolescents right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, especially for gays oh yeah absolutely yeah. that makes a lot of sense because it's like you know you look at gay people who didn't have like um you know the opportunity or um you know the privilege to really go at their height during the teenager adolescent phase mm -hmm. it's really interesting when you attach the word exploratory and like replace the word teenager with like exploratory instead yeah. and um it makes sense that we extend it for ourselves in mm -hmm. a sense um, yeah yeah that's really interesting yeah because we don't get that like for a lot of straight teenagers the the high school age to like early college type age is when you are exploring and like figuring out yourself, finding out what you like, probably getting married and having children, uh -huh. from what I understand from their culture. Um, <laughs> but but for us, like, that comes, that for a lot of us, that comes later, or starts later. Can I just say, I am so glad that, like, obviously, you know, me, you, and I'm sure a lot of people, we went through, like, this turmoil when we were, like, young and religious about, like, oh my god, like, I'm gay, like, I'm never gonna have this and that, but it's like, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with, like, that straight nonsense. Oh, god. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry to all our straight listeners. The both of one, them. yeah, both of them. <laughs> Bridget, um, hi Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. th don't you feel that too? It's like I feel like a lot of like people I know are like not forced, but they're pressured into like mm -hmm. following this straight narrative. And I applaud people that don't necessarily feel the pressure to adhere to that. But like, one of the things I really appreciate about like gay culture is that like we 
kind of culturally extend this exploratory phase mm-hmm. for ourselves and it just makes me feel so free i think that sort of reveals like the limits of the adolescence is like for for a lot of straight people there is like all right you've had your fun you've done your exploring and right. now it's time to settle down now it's time there are like specific markers getting married children house you know etc that are like okay now you're your exploratory phase is over uh-huh. but i think for for gay people especially like up until recently we weren't even allowed to do a lot of those things and so we don't have the same expectations of like oh you have to get married you have to have kids you have to get a house you know, like for us you need to get a husband and like seven other like additional partners and yeah. you know you need to adopt a puppy a human one yeah. uh, <laughs> exactly. you know you have to live with 24 roommates like all of these these are our cultural markers of know. what it means to be an, a successful adult and so i think yeah especially for I think especially for, like, gay folks in, like, urban spaces where there is, like, a, a, a queer community, um, we get a, we get more of an exploratory phase. Which, yeah. like, I know people who are in their, like, 60s who are still, be, like, living substantially similar lives to, like, people in the 20s and 30s. And they're happy. Yeah, exactly. It's great. So I think it's it's interesting. God, this is going to be my catchphrase. It's interesting. <laughs> um, how, like, for, you know, for a lot of queer people that there's a rejection of that extended adolescence of being like no i want to be which is nothing wrong with that yeah exactly it's like a you know people can people can go be hosed they can stay home like either one is fine i think it like it only becomes a problem when you're trying to like make that policy or make that prescription for everyone else uh-huh. to say like no 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 gay people need to stop doing this exactly and, do, and focus on this i think that was like this is not a fair critique but i'm gonna say it anyway the book i mentioned it last last week <laughs> on our last episode i think um the velvet rage uh, and that was like okay, my right. that was my only like significant critique with that one is that he he does a really good job of explaining like the elements of gay culture that are often tied to feeling shameful or feeling like a, like whatever feeling all sorts of ways and one of those is promiscuity and like sort of being like sexually liberated um, but I think he doesn't he stop he doesn't consider like the value in those things as well mm. like even if it is a result of shame it doesn't mean it's necessarily shameful. Like, you can, there's still joy in those things. There's still community in those things. And, like, I think it's it's important to recognize that yeah. and say, like, yes, maybe this is just a result of, like, growing up in, like, a repressive, shameful environment. But there is also value in totally. poetry. Did you say poetry? I did, indeed. <laughs> did you just come up with that? Because I love that. Maybe? Poetry. I don't know. Should we put them mm. in a t-shirt? Yeah, poetry. Visitor I love store. that! Poetry! <laughs> it better not be a thing. Poetry in motion. Poetry in <laughs> motion. I'm going to put that on my grinder profile. Ooh, I like that. I can't help but think, like, oh, if the, the idea of the teenager was one that was, um, you know, recently, has recently come about, I wonder, like, how much that, like, links into, like, you know, capitalism and, like, the fact that it's, like, a market and, like, mm-hmm. I can't help but, like, have everything in my, like, adolescent years flash before my eyes. Like, what was marketed to me? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, thinking back, there's so much of, like, teen culture, which is literally just capitalism. It's just marketing. Like, I remember growing up, there was, like, the Hot Topic kids, and there was, like, the Claire's kids. Like, there was, you know, different folks would shop at different stores, and it was, like, their whole identity. I'm, I'm saying them, but, like, also me. Like, it wasn't just those weirdos. Like, every teenager growing up had a specific identity that was 
essentially created by marketers. Yeah. Or it that's was like, the thing. That's the tea. Yeah. Oh it my like god, you're right. Somewhere, but then it was like somebody, some marketer somewhere, like saw it. it was like, yes, I can sell this. Like these cool thing, this cool thing the kids in New York are doing, I can sell to kids in Moline, Illinois. So if you were a store. Mm. as defined as you were as an adolescent or as whatever what would you be because i have a mix i am a mix we didn't have hot topic in canada but like i don't cold, know what were cold you topic cold topic yeah exactly <laughs> lukewarm topic <laughs> um i mean like the store i went to the most which the the store i chose to go to the most probably borders the bookstore i don't know if that's an identity as much i think i wanted it to be an identity because I wanted to be, like, the, the smart, like, nerdy kid. Right. Like, I wanted people to see me and I'm like, oh, he's a, he's professorial. He must read. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that was, like, I don't think anyone else picked up on that. Interesting. Yeah. Or the Family Christian Bookstore. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you have those in Canada? We, I, I don't know if it was exactly called that, but there were, yeah. Yeah. I was fascinated by all, like, the Bibles with, like, the, um... You know, like the different, like, you know, like, I don't know what they're called. I guess devotionals where it's like every day of the year you have yeah. like a different like um, chapter of the Bible to read or whatever. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the year, you would like. You read the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I spent a lot of time there as a kid. Not not by choice. It was the genesis of my homosexuality. Hey! <laughs> the genesis of the revelation. Oh, oh. and I, oh. Time to Exodus. <laughs> yeah. Um, Leviticus? I don't know. Leviticusy. That your new drag name? <laughs> oh my god! It, it, my Leviticus. <laughs> what would your so if you were a store? If you were like a teenage marketed store? So I would kind of agree with you on the. So I mean, you can kind of define that in terms of like the stores that I did frequent. So mm-hmm. like I did go to our um, local like big mall bookstore, which was in Canada called Chapters, which is really cute. Uh, we didn't have a Barnes and Noble. Um, we had chapters. Um, but then, right above that store, you have to take an escalator above it. I I like to go to Old Navy when I was little. Yeah. You too. I feel like that's like a very Midwest thing. Like yeah. I, I was from I'm from Vancouver, Canada, but like I don't know why I loved the Old Navy. I think it's like because like every store that you go into, whether it was like the Gap or like the Banana Republic, like I would always feel like so awkward going into them. But like mm-hmm. because Old Navy was like you know for the quote-unquote like regular person but i felt like so like oh i'm i'm at old navy like i'm yeah. welcome here <laughs> so gross <laughs> um can we get sponsorship from old navy yeah. <laughs> old navy i'm welcome here <laughs> <laughs> it's just us and rupaul <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god yeah that's right rupaul is doing it now speaking of like advertising and shit yeah but um, if i were to like to find myself um i was a mix like I feel like I wanted to be the hot topic person, but like, I feel like I didn't fit like the image as like a chubby Asian boy. Um, so yeah, I don't know where that leaves me. I guess I was just like a mix of things, which is like fair to say because yeah. it's like, at, like who markets to like queer young people who, who marketed to them when we were that age, right? So it's like we didn't really have anybody to or any kind of store or particular marketing to turn to. Whereas now, there's so much yeah to turn to as a queer younger person. Definitely, I think like advertisers and companies have realized that like queer young people are an important demographic. Yes, capitalism wise. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's definitely changed. It's changed the landscape um, of the world. A that's my know. dissertation. Work the world. Yeah, yeah, it says work the world. Yeah, Ooh, that's <laughs> a good. study on yeah <laughs> on queer 
on queer adolescence and capitalism. <laughs> Any historians of capitalism listening, you can have that one for free. Also, you should be writing. Turn off the podcast. Be. Yeah, exactly. Dan. He's not going to listen. He would be. He's Canadian. Oh. oh, a different Dan. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have like, what, six Dans in our repertoire? We have too many Dans. We have too many Dans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is like, a lot of these things were invented by, essentially by marketers. Um, as people realized that like, teenagers not only had time, but they had disposable income. Mm. Mostly like in the sort of early 20th century, like early 1900s, after World War II, there was like this rising white middle class that had disposable income for the first time in generations. There and you go. The marketers find ways to take it. So to kind of come full circle, this kind of begs the question, are there celebrities now that are like, and I, I already have an answer in mind here, but like, are there celebrities now that are like evolving into a new image that are kind of like appealing to like a younger queer generation that have teen crushes and you can kind of see that with like people who like you know kind of like um like harry styles Mm -hmm. or um that one other guy i don't remember but everybody thinks is gay but is dating a woman Mm -hmm. and then like bad bunny right like they're all like vaguely they're not queer but like they you know they stretch um holes just kidding they stretch um they stretch what fashion is for Mm -hmm. younger men and it's like i wonder if they're being marketed as um being not queer friendly but appealing to queer people in order to sell things you know i can't help but think that like i know that's like a negative way to think about teen crushes but like i can't help but think that i mean it could be both i think like the the takeaway for this whole podcast is that like what the things we like are the things that are presented to us yeah through clever marketing like our teenage crushes are all just like the people who are on tv yeah or the people who are on magazines or you know the animated characters you know those are like those are the things we like yeah and so it's the same now like the kids now are watching their tiktoks and seeing bad bunny being tiktok runs with thick cock and (laughs) (laughs) that's just where we end the podcast (laughs) sorry yeah yeah yeah. no as you were saying that's a good point why aren't we talking about this america exactly (laughs) um america explain but yeah (laughs) i think it is very it is very that like i'm sure there is some element of like bad bunny or hairstyles wanting to like bend gender or wanting to be more like whatever i'm sure they also have teams of folks who are like advising them and saying you know here's the image you're presenting because like they don't necessarily present themselves they present persona yeah the same way like a drag queen like rupaul is not rupaul charles rupaul is rupaul right that those are two different people Uh one's a character um and harry styles is a character and there's probably also harry styles Mm -hmm. i did like angelina jolie for a little bit (gasps) let's talk about that you don't because I also did oh there you go yeah well I mean she kind of like embodied like the bombshell for me and I was like and I don't know if it's because of how she looked or if because I was like really into Tomb Raider and that that's a gay thing it was Tomb Raider for me there you go see there you go and that's probably my favorite video game um or I don't know if it was the confidence right it's like or maybe it was all of them but like I liked her for for that yeah I don't know yeah I think Maybe it was something about, like, playing as her, like, in Tomb Raider. I, yeah. It was that for me. It was like, oh, I'm, like, this powerful. powerful you know, I would, like, go on elementary school, like, during recess time, I would, like, play her. I would, like, <laughs> pretend I was, like, exploring the playground. Like, I love her. that. Such a faggot. I'm yeah. such a faggot. <laughs> so some things haven't changed. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I was brave enough to, like, play a girl, like, on the, in the playground. Well, I mean, I played her in my head. I didn't, like, you know, I didn't wear, like, short shorts and, like, bring up my shirt or anything. But, like. I would love that. <laughs> <if> you did. 
just wearing like somehow you find like a sports bra somewhere yeah like, exactly yeah. but yeah sorry you said you weren't you didn't have the cl- you wouldn't no. do that for sure yeah. i did do that thing i i think this is something that every gay boy does is like when you like wrap a towel around your head and pretend it's long hair i still do that <sighs> every time i get out of the shower i should do that but that's a lot of towels and because i wear glasses i mean you wear glasses too but like because i can't i'm not wearing glasses when i get out of the shower and I like put the towel on, then like the illusion's a little bit better because it's blurry. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Subscribe to our OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. wearing a towel, and it's like the the camera's fogged up. Yeah, I would love that actually. No, it's definitely. So I think that was when I got my like my you know, drag play whatever as a kid it was yeah. literally just in the the bathroom. Okay, so I feel like this whole thing was a crunch time, so we won't have a crunch time for this one, yeah. which is you know usually when we do like our lightning round. Um, which so. are, are never lightning rounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's the thing about yeah about us is like we just like to like we say something and then we like analyze it. Yeah, like, yes, that lightning we got round jokes. took ten minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, um, what is something that you feel good about this week? Over the weekend, I've been working through my my new cookbook, um, Dessert Person by Claire Savitz. Loving it. Um, so over the weekend, I made some minty lime bars, and they are so good. You gave me a couple yesterday. They were really zippy and tart, which I liked because I feel like with some... Like, you know how you have something that's, like, too sweet and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I have, if I have a little bit, then that's fine? Yeah. It was kind of like that, but, like, the, with the tartness. It, was, mm-hmm. it, like, felt like the perfect amount because it, like, it made me, like, ooh, it, like, zipped me up good enough. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, that's great. I'll, I'll, I'll save more for later. You know? I, I like it. It is very much, like, they're, they're small. They're, like, you know, they're... It's just a little... little mousse-bouche. Yeah. Aperitif. That last sentence is how I describe my dick. Moose-bouche? And it's little. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> JK! Um, what about you? What's, what's bringing you joy? What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to... I feel like January... Um, I, I could be like wrong here, but I feel like the last couple of years in San Francisco, January has been like the rainy month. And I mm. feel like looking at like the weather, it looks like sun again. And I feel like, you know... Since we're in Sahara all the time, that's like really important to look at. And like, yeah, yeah. I think especially these last couple of weeks, it's been rainy here, um, and that's when we're already in lockdown. When we're already staying in exactly. Like literally, the only thing I do for fun is go for walks and report, record podcasts. <sighs> and so, like when you take that away, then it's yeah, exactly. It's Which hard. like I wonder what people like. I don't hear. You know, weather commentary. I know this is a weird sentence, but like, I don't hear weather commentary for people who like. Well, I mean, like, I'd be kind of heard it from New York City if they're having a snowstorm, but like, for people who like live in like rainier climates, mm-hmm. um, I guess they're doing fine, aren't they? Fuck mm, them. <laughs> I did talk to my grandma. It's snowing in the Midwest. In the Midwest. Yep. So, and and ice icing. And I didn't talk to my grandma because she's dead. It's a good reason. <laughs> Didn't talk to her ghost? Uh, I feel like her ghost would be boring. Oh, really? Should we just be playing Mahjong? I mean, that sounds... Can I hang out with your ghost, Grandma? (laughs) (laughs) On that note... On that note... um, Just in case, I'm going to say one more good thing that has happened to me in the past week. um, Which, I don't know what it was. Oh, you know what? I've been releasing like these hilarious videos online about wine, and I did get interviewed by a local publication did she tell you when it's gonna come out um so they were like the reason why today like i wasn't like 
super busy today but like the reason why what took a lot of my time today was like they asked me for photos mm -hmm. and then i was like okay um they were like oh can we get the high res version of this from your instagram and i was like okay great here's these but um i have a feeling that it'll be released either tomorrow or friday it's exciting so fingers crossed it'll be fine and bussies balor <laughs> i don't know sure on that note okay on, on that, that note on that chip on that chip on my shoulder in front of my face in front of my salad <laughs> um thank you for listening to chips of the night hope to see you next time leave a comment below like subscribe send me a slutty dm honestly yeah feel free to send us slutty dms yeah uh i might block you but at least you tried hey that's true only if you're cute and ideally someone i will enjoy getting them from Yes. So if you have listened to all of our episodes until now, you already know what we're into. Yeah. So, you know. Just men. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. If you're at least like a, a three, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, two. Yeah. Feel free to round. Honestly, if you're round. a one. Like. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a one but interesting, I'll take there it. There you go. Yeah. So, I already talked about confidence. That's true. Yeah, exactly. You can be a zero and confident and Josh will still look at your dick pics. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. I will look at them. I just might not respond. <laughs> <laughs> Leave you on red. Find us on Instagram at Chips in the Night Pod. Oh shit! I should write these down. We're fine. Um, yeah, we're find fine. us on Instagram. Just search Chips in the Night. It'll probably come up. And Twitter. And Twitter. And Facebook. And the internet. And the internet. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be on all the fun social medias. Um, By the time we release this, we will. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> no. Yeah. We will. So yeah, find us online. Tell us who your your teen celebrity crush there is. There you go. And we will judge them. And we will have them as a yeah, no, yeah we will invite them on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to to be like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? How it's just like the people. representative of their agent or like their publicist. We'll get it. We'll get them a cameo just saying no. Exactly. Yeah. Can you say no? <laughs> <laughs> just say no. Oh, that's so mean. That. That's so mean. Um, thank you for listening. Tune in every week or so ish. Um, and yeah, tell all your friends about how much fun you're having at our. Did we do our intro line? Yes. Okay, good. Um, t tell them how much fun you're having at Chips in the Night, the punny gay slumber party you never had, but always. Wish you did it. Bye! Au revoir! Outro music! Outro music! Outro music! Outro music. <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. Ah.